This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good day, listeners. What a joy to be with you again. Um, it's almost the end of the silly season of December, and you've been having a lot of lovely holidays. It's actually still, in fact, holiday, and uh, we're waiting to go into the new year. It's the very end of the year, wow. and we bl- we want to wish you a very, very happy and fulfilled and blessed new year. It's a little bit early, but it's very soon because it's going to be in just a few days from now. Yeah, so we've just celebrated Christmas one or two, actually three or four days ago. Yeah. And um, and I suppose there's still a little bit of the aftermath of what happened over Christmas. Oh, um, yes. Some good things, uh, hopefully more good things than bad things. Yeah. But uh, we are in the aftermath of that. Right, right, right. And in this time, it's time of family and lots of food and lots of celebrations. But with that also comes um, sometimes the issues that happens when family members are with us and um, especially those struggling with addictions and alcohol addiction or maybe drugs. And, you know, because that's the thing of, of Christmas time, right? We're all thrown together and we all want to be happy. And it's not always such a happy time because um, it's not so easy to navigate these things. We always look forward to it, but sometimes Mm -hmm. we fall into some old habits or we struggle with those that are, I'm thinking about a scenario of, you know, maybe a few members of the family um, have been in recovery for a while and they're not drinking anymore, but then there are other family members that still enjoy having alcohol and um and so how, what do you do with that? It's not so easy to navigate. Mm. So we had um, Louis, Uncle Louis um, Erasmus here for the previous two times and t- talking from perspective of AA, Alcoholic Anonymous. He's been part of Alcoholic Anonymous for 50 years. Isn't that amazing? Mm. Listeners, if you miss those two programs, make sure that you catch up on them on, the, on our podcast. So he was speaking uh, about friends uh, from the point of view of a recovered alcoholic. Um, so he, and this is what's so beautiful about his story, Suki, is he's been in recovery and he's been sober for so, so, so many years, but he is still attending AA. Mm, mm. Uh, in other words, he's maintaining his sobriety. And uh, he spoke a little bit to, uh, to us about what it means to have friends that are in recovery and friends that are not necessary in recovery, mm. but how important connection is with uh, with somebody else. Right, right. And then also for those friends that maybe don't have particularly these specific issues with alcohol, but you know, many of the uh, the, the addiction behavior overlaps. Mm, mm. And I'm sure you will find, be able to find some pearls. And today we're going to talk to Janice and Janice is from Alanon. Janice, welcome. We're so happy to have you here on the program today. Thank you so much for being with us, Janice. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a mm. pleasure. Janice, so maybe we can just start off by telling listeners about what Alanon is, because I said Alanon and some people don't even know what it means. Yes, a lot of people are not aware of Alanon. I'll just read you quickly the preamble of what Alanon is. The Al-Anon family groups are a fellowship of relatives and friends of alcoholics who share their experience, 
strength and hope in order to solve their common problems. We believe alcoholism is a family illness and that changed attitudes can aid recovery. Al-Anon is not allied with any sect, denomination, political entity, organization or institution. It does not engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any cause. There are no dues for membership. It's free. Al-Anon is self-supporting through its own voluntary contributions. Al-Anon has but one purpose. We help the families of alcoholics. We do this by practicing the 12 steps of AA, by welcoming and giving comfort to the families of alcoholics, and by giving understanding and encouragement to the alcoholic. Mm. So that is what Al-Anon is in a nutshell. Sure. Yeah, thank you so much, Janice. That is really in a nutshell. Uh, something that struck me immediately as you were reading was it's not just an individual's problem or issue or, or struggle, but it's a family struggle. And uh, in this season that we are in at the moment, that is where the family come together. And so if a family is suffering from any addiction, whether it be substance or alcohol or, or process addiction. Or a process Gambling addiction. Or, mm. All these addictions are a family issue. And uh, so how have you felt and how have you seen yourself moving into uh, this stage of, of your journey? In um, Just share with us a little bit of your story. Yes, sure. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share with others. Um, yes, addiction is a family disease. One person has the addiction, but so many more people suffer mm. from the effects of the person with the drinking problem. Mm. And we, as you say, we are in the silly season and it is crazy. Our, our, our membership increased. There's lots of newcomers that come into our meetings just after Christmas into the new year because mm. of, of the fact that they have suffered and they've gone through a lot of trauma during this um, mm. festive um, time or the silly season. So it is very sad to see the mm. effects that one person's drinking has on other people. So even if you don't have a problem with alcohol or any addiction, it is sad to see what it does to the wives, to the husbands, to the children, to the, to the extended family, parents. It is just so tragic to see what alcoholism or any other addiction can do to a, to a family unit. Mm. Absolutely. So what is your personal story? How did you become part sure. of Al-Anon? Sure. So um, I, um, I came into Al-Anon uh, many years ago. In, the, in in November of 1996, I think it was. I can't even remember. But I came to a crossroads in my life where I didn't know how to control my loved one's drinking, my husband's drinking. I tried to be a, a good wife, a good mother, a good partner. Um, I contributed to, to the... Um, to the finance in the home. And I thought, if I do all these things for this person, you'll just stop drinking. Mm -hmm. And when I came to the crossroads, I realized that I am powerless over someone else's um, um, behaviors and um, that I cannot change it. And I didn't know what to do. And I discussed this actually uh, on a Monday morning when I got to work after a heavy bout of drinking um, and, 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 and violence and trauma. I couldn't even continue doing my daily job. I sat in that office. I was numb with pain. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and she reached out to me, a lady, a colleague reached out to me and she told me about Al-Anon. 
Mm. I didn't know about Al-Anon. Mm. And she said to me, go to this Al-Anon meeting. And that first, and that very night I thought, what, what else can I, I got nothing else to lose, you know. My life is out of control and uh, it seemed like I'm losing my partner. And I thought I would give this, a, uh, as a last resort, I'll try this. And so I walked into my first Al-Anon meeting and I was welcomed with open arms. Mm. Um, I sat amongst people who, who are all affected by alcoholism. And, and there's the only, they say the only requirement for membership is that you are affected by someone else's addiction. And I came there and I felt that I belonged for the first time. Because you know, when you're home and you t- talk to a lay person about it, they say, leave the person, um, mm-hmm. uh, walk mm-hmm. out of the marriage. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do that because I love the alcoholic. Mm-hmm. How do you leave someone or walk out of a marriage um, when, when you love the person? So when I walked into that first meeting, I found people who had been through or is going through that addiction, and um, we could relate to each other. And for the first time in a long time, I felt I was home. Mm. Sure. So, so, so very important, um, Janice. Thank you so much for sharing how you got into um, Al-Anon. And uh, what you were mentioning over there was, for me, was very, very important. And that is that you joined a support group. Um, and and that is often the the very advice that we give to our, all of, of our listeners, uh, whether they are struggling with a substance abuse or a process addiction, get to a support group. Um, and as you were saying, that is where you are accepted. That is where you are loved. And nobody frowns and is shocked about your story because they've all gone through the mm. same uh, the same story. And the main thing is yes. it breaks you out of isolation because I think often Absolutely. when we're on our own and we're struggling and we really, uh, you know, like you explained so beautifully, I mean, it was so sad. I almost got the picture of how you were sitting in that office and you were so overcome. And because you, you don't know other people with the same, like you say, other people give you the wrong advice. Mm-hmm. But if you can mm-hmm. come to a group of people where people share the same story, then you know I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And there are people yes. that love me and accept me and can yes. walk with me. What a privilege. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so, amazing yeah. thing about Al-Anon and sharing is that um, we, we, we don't give advice in Al-Anon. We share our experience. So someone might tell my stories. My story will be told by another person and I listen and I can identify how they've overcome their challenges and I can go home and I can apply things uh, to my own life you know I need not be alone in this in this huge world um, with so many people I don't need to be alone the very important thing to remember when you come into an Al-Anon meeting is that we uh, we do protect your anonymity so imagine you've been affected by someone's life who is a professional or a well-known person. So um, it is very fearful to walk into a group of strangers. How do we trust them? So we normally say to them, what you see here, who you hear, what you hear here, when you leave here, will stay here. And so in that way, we feel free to share what is going on in our hearts and our minds. And knowing that it, is, it will be trust, it, it, we can trust these people that uh, our stories won't leak out. Mm. And it really so is like that. Yeah, it really is like that. But Janice, um, I'd love us to continue with regards to what happens in these support groups and our friends. But let's just take a break and then we'll continue Thank with you. the discussion after that. 
Okay, welcome back, Janice. You were talking and you were telling us about what happens and the importance of anonymity. And me, you know, I, I just want to confirm what you're saying because that was the first way the, how I got into 12-step groups and in support groups. I'm also a child of an alcoholic. And um, in 2016, I felt the Lord said to me I had to go to a group like that. And I was very frustrated because I'd gone for counseling. I had done everything by then. And I didn't know why he wanted me to go to a group for family members and friends of alcoholics because my dad wasn't alive at that stage anymore. But of course, I was still affected by that because it's a family disease, as you said. Mm. And I can absolutely confirm that in all of those groups that I've been in, I've been in many groups. I've been in Al-Anon groups, Family and Friends of Alcoholics. I've been in ACA, Adult Children of Alcoholics. Not in one of those pro groups that I've been, I had a problem with anonymity, um, with confidentiality. People really keep that because they know it's a safe place for them to come and share. And they want to make very sure that it stays safe for other people because it's mm -hmm. such a precious mm -hmm. thing for them to do mm -hmm. that they don't want the anonymity or the confidentiality to slip because then they know it's not going to work. It's not, and there are AA Alanon, AA Alcoholics Anonymous, Alanon groups and ACA groups all over the world. Hey, maybe you can tell us something about that before you tell us more about the group itself. Yes, that's absolutely true. Our fellowship celebrated 70 years of hope this year. Wow, 70. And, uh, we are connected with members all over the world. You know, with this with this pandemic, we were able to do Zoom meetings. Most mm. of our meetings currently are on Zoom for the safety of our members. And I must tell you that it was a blessing from the higher power, from God, to have the, um, the Zoom connection. We have been able to connect with people all over the world. We have had an influx of people coming in this year um, through Zoom meetings, new people that have joined our meetings. We have three newcomers meetings that, um, that we, um, in three provinces, and that you can join any, you can join all three of those meetings. I can go to a, a meeting in, in America, um, in, in Sri Lanka, in India, anywhere. And this is a worldwide um, um, phenomenon. It doesn't matter where we come from. Um, addiction happens to anyone of any creed or any race. Um, it is something that don't ask for color mm, or for religion mm, mm. or for, um, for status. Mm. It is something that affects everybody. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, so uh, Janice, thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, it's so, so important that these groups... Uh, become uh, and stay a very safe place where somebody and where we can share. And uh, it's not just only uh, Al-Anon, but all the support groups. And the it's accessible, right? Hey? Yeah. So because of Zoom, you don't even need to go to a group. You can mm. just go to your computer and you can tune exactly. in. Exactly. And so mm. a lot of people find that it is more comforting to sit in the comfort of their own home and their own space and to connect with other people. Mm. Mm. But what's, what's very important for me, Janice, you were saying that there were so many new members that come into Al-Anon. And uh, is this a type of uh, environment, a type of space where you can make friends? Absolutely. Um, look, if, if, you know, like I said previously, if, if you find that, um, that um, there are people that are going through the same stuff, that, that makes you belong. That makes you um, make friends. 
Um, I mean, I've met a, a lady. I've never seen her in real life, but we've uh, we've walked each other through a challenge through the in this year, um, 2021. And she's from Cairo, and um, and she was affected by addiction. And so I could help her through through her most difficult times by sharing my experience with her. Mm. And that's the magic of this program. Wow. And, and then something else I just want to address, um, because we are Christian station, and many people, when they hear the word higher power, their eyes go big. And I mean, I was like that before. I didn't want to go to Al-Anon because I thought, yeah. but I serve God and Jesus Christ. And what is this higher power thing? Maybe you can just explain more about that. Yes. Um, from, uh, a week, you see, our fellowship invites people of belief or of non-belief. Mm. We open our doors to anybody that wants, that needs the help, first and foremost. Um, what happens is Al-Anon is a very, very spiritual meeting. I believe in God. Mm. I had my religion when I walked into the fellowship. But in the rooms of Al-Anon, you find spirituality. Mm. And when you have spirituality, encapsulated with your religion, you have a new understanding of God, mm. your God as you understand him. So, so we invite people of all beliefs, mm. and it is amazing to see how people become, some people walk in there without their God, and it is amazing, and so you can see how they found God, and how their lives have changed, how their personality has mm. changed, and how their circumstances have changed, because now they believe in God, who is a power greater than themselves. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I've really found that as well. Um, so I, I continue to join uh, SAA, uh, Sex Addicts Anonymous, and where they also talk about a higher power. And um, so many, uh, there are occasions where I'm able to say, um, I... I'm a, I'm a Christ follower, and um, but what I what I want to mention is what was very interesting for me is that of the the men that have joined the group, the, I've to see how their um, their relationship with God has improved, and not just any God, but God of the Bible. Mm. Um, how yes. they started attending uh, fellowships and communities uh, that are faith-based and Christian faith-based. Mm. Mm. Um, so they're, they're from, from a place of, of hurt and, and, and pain because of what the church had done before. They have been able to move into mm. a relationship, not with the church, but with, with Jesus Christ. Mm. Mm. And I know it's not always like that, because like you say, it's open to all groups. And mm. I think that's what scares people. That's why I'm talking about this. Um, with regards to spirituality, I just want us to say more about that, because it's also something that people are you know, they often get uncomfortable, and I know they shouldn't, but sometimes people are more comfortable with the word religion, and other times other people get allergic when they hear the word religion. But because I think sometimes when people hear the word spirituality, they think it's some kind of a new age kind of a spirituality. What do you mean by spirituality? Spirituality just, uh, for me, spirituality gives more meaning to my religion. So for me, it means... Um, that I serve a loving God mm. and not a, God, a punishing God. Mm. I, I serve a God that wants the best for myself and for my family. Mm. A God that is forgiving. 
Mm. A God who is bigger than anything I've ever experienced in my life. Mm. Mm. And that to me, it, 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 enha- it enhances me. It makes it simple for me. It makes it understandable to me mm. that um, God is my ultimate. Absolutely. Mm. And then I also just want to say something about truth. Because I think what happens, and I think that's part of the spirituality part, uh, because like you say, that is God, that's a forgiving God. But also we, when we're in a meeting, we talk the truth. We say what really matters. Mm. Sometimes we have the idea in churches, and it's not like that in all churches, of course, it's different. But where you say what, what the pastor wants to hear, and it's not always what's yeah. really happening in your heart. Mm. And, um, yeah. and I know there are some places that are very safe, some churches that are not like that. But So this is so good about these meetings that people can really say the truth. They can say what it is, like it is, and nobody yeah. will criticize them. And like you said, nobody will try to fix them or tell them what to do. And that's often yeah. what we find does not happen in normal Bible studies, right? Because we try and help each other, but often it's not very helpful. Can you talk mm. a bit more about that? Yeah, um, you see, um, Adenar also has um, um, conference-approved literature that we use um, um, in our meetings, and our, our literature that we use is written by um, by Adenar members, by members who have gone through the same kind of experiences that we are living through. So. Um, when we have a meeting, we often talk about self-love and we discuss what is self-love for me. Mm. Or we'll have a topic where it says detachment, detach with love, mm. detach from the problem and not from the person who is having the addiction. Very so, important. you know, we sit around these kind of discussions and we uh. talk about everyday situations. I always say, I wish we can in our normal families, just everybody talk about self-love, talk about respect. Talk about mm. um, about um, um, the, the the disease of addiction. Mm. You know, openly be able to talk about it. It, it, it. I find it so much more healing for myself mm. and for others mm. in the Absolutely. meeting. So, so we we have we, we have topic discussions. Then mm. we also have guests that come and speak of their experience, their strength, and their hope. Mm. You know that they found in the rooms. But ultimately, nothing can change if nothing changes. Mm. And to me, God is the ultimate. God changes everything mm. for me. I think what 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 makes it very spiritual is if just if you just go through the twelve steps, mm. that we get to the point where we say through prayer and meditation, come to know the will of God and ask Him yeah. for the strength and the courage, and the, courage yeah. and the power to carry out that will. Mm. And then step 12 that says once we've had a spiritual awakening, in other words, we have gone into relationship with with God, then we are able to carry this message to others Mm. that that need the help. Oh, Um, absolutely. And you, unfortunately, we Janice, we are getting to the point where we need to end our conversation because we've literally run out of time. Man, <laughs> I wish we could talk a lot, a and lot maybe, longer. And maybe we can make an appointment to talk more uh, next year. Yeah, mm. that'll be great Absolutely. if we can speak to you mm. again. So Absolutely. thank you very, very much for joining us, Janice. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would like as, to say thank you to you for having us and for for making public to the uh, to to the to, to the public 
the awareness of addiction that it is a family disease. Thank you. I'm humbled by being able to share okay. my experience with you guys. Wonderful. And the, the information listeners will be available if you want to call into Radio Pulpit. We've got all the Al-Anon offers, the, all the contact numbers, the email, everything. You can also Google that. But if you want to get that or information from Janice itself, you can get back to that. And uh, so be sure to contact us at Frederick Suki at kpulpit.co.za and listeners thank you so much for being with us tonight I hope you're going to have a wonderful rest of the year for the next few days and may God bless you as you get ready to get into the new year and we really trust that what Janice had shared with us, the bit that she had shared is going to be of great value to you and that you're going to get the help that you need through this time especially when you need help, more practical help with regards to what we spoke about Many, many blessing listeners and yeah, get to the podcasts uh, at kpulpit.co.za, podcasts into me see and yeah, let's visit again next year. Many, many blessings for the year ahead. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.